Welcome to another episode of AM Linda Family's podcast. I'm your host, Armenta McKinney, owner of Armenta McKinney Photography and AM Linda Family. Today, we'll be discussing grief and loss after divorce. Joining me today on this episode, I have Tiffany Williamson. Welcome, Tiffany. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us today. So to get things going, I just want to ask you to go ahead and tell me a little bit about your blended family. Well, so um, I am Tiffany Williamson. My um, husband now, um, I can't believe it still feels fresh to say that, but my husband is Jason Williamson. And um, he was here in D.C. and I was in Oklahoma, just an Oklahoma country girl. And um, we met through Fitbit. And um, what? I said, nice. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) So um, and I I come with three children. Um, Jason didn't have any. But um, when I got divorced from my first husband, I always imagined my new life would incorporate him. And because okay. he he came with the children. So right, right. I definitely needed to have someone who understood that, but mm-hmm. strong enough um, mentally to um, learn to live with it and accept it, accept my ex-husband the way mm-hmm. that I needed him to. Mm-hmm. And so with that being said, Jason accepted Lambert um, and we all worked together. Great. Um, Lambert has even came up here to our home, spent a night in LJ's room. He hangs out with us. He calls all the time. Um, yeah, we're we're one big happy family. I love it, and that's exactly how it should be. Right, right. I I think the the less drama, the the better um, flow things will be. That there's no headache for children. There's no questions. And if the children do have questions, as long as the parents are all on the same board, board, mm-hmm. uh, I, I I think it's really important and easy to go from there. I agree. Yes. Yes. I agree. So with the topic that we're going to discuss today, let's just go ahead and start and dive right on into it. Mm-hmm. So what type of um, loss have you experienced as a family? So we lost our older daughter. Tori was 13 years old when she had passed, when she passed away. I'm so sorry. She was born with a rare condition called hypomelanosis of Ito. Okay. Um, and what's hypomel- that? Hypomelanosis of Ito that pretty much affects your, your, your whole body. There's nothing that it doesn't affect. Females care. Um, they, females come to, to, with the symptoms and everything much harder than the males for some okay. reason. They don't okay. know. There's real, not much study on it. So that's why I did, I started foundation this year mm, called okay. the HI syndrome foundation for more research and development to start taking place because okay. this is such a rare condition. Um, mm-hmm. Tori passed at 13. She had every seizure there was. We tried every medication, every device wow. there was. And um, it was October 1st, 2015 is when she passed. So mm-hmm. with that being said, that shook us really bad. Mm-hmm. And the children, the other two were so young and, um, so she was was, your oldest, right. Right. And so that was really hard for the marriage to survive after that. So that, that loss was, um, I'm not saying a breaking point for the marriage, Mm -hmm. but it it was something that we had to deal with in our own way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that, that did lead to the separation and eventually the divorce. Mm -hmm. So how did you all, where'd you go from there to trying to 
put your life back together and start piecing your family back together. Not that you can really, I guess, be whole again after that, but. Right, right. It was, it was difficult. We had to, me and my ex-husband, we had to really sit down and and think about what we wanted for the future. Um, Not just for ourselves, but for the children. And that was our number one goal. And as long as we have the same goal in mind, um, I think the finish line, um, it made the finish line so much easier to get to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what we did was we set aside our differences. We said that we're going to live in this home together and raise these kids. And that's what we did for a year. Um, I was seeing Jason, mind you, I was still in Oklahoma seeing Jason. He was in Oklahoma with his girlfriend or whoever. Mm -hmm. And I said, uh, me and Jason wants to buy a house. He said he wants to relocate back to his hometown in Tulsa. And so we saved up money together. We worked as a team. It was beautiful the way it came together. And Uh um, the same day, April 28th, when me and the kids moved out of that home, he moved out of the home as well. We said our goodbyes. The kids loved every minute of it. Um, We joked around with, you know, Jason and we said, we'll see you later. And that's exactly what we did. We seen each other a year. He came back a year later up here, but we had visit back and forth. So um, yeah, that's the way we did it. Wow. I love that. And so how was it being in the home together, raising the kids while you all weren't together anymore? You know, it's funny that you say that. I'm not going to shoot it, sugarcoat it. You living with your ex-husband, there are some <laughs> things that you are not going to like. You're like, you know what? I'm not seeing with you. Don't know why you in this room with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like not with me, but why you under this household you right, know, with right. me. But um, yeah, it was, we had some moments that weren't pretty. But did we learn from those moments? Absolutely. Did they happen again? No. no. I mean, one thing about whoever I'm with, we have mm-hmm. to learn from every argument. We need to mm-hmm. learn from every situation that wasn't pleasant with us so we can right. see why that was. And we won't make the same mistake again. Mm-hmm. I think that's why me and my ex-husband are such great friends because we realize these things should not have happened. We learned from those things mm-hmm. and we're able to move on. Mm-hmm. And there's no bitterness or anything. So that's why. I, yeah. I love that part about the bitterness because just holding on to being angry. I, that Who does that serve in the process? Who does that serve it, in the long run? Not only does it not serve anyone, but it damages your body physically. Yes. Holding yes. on to that anger. Mm-hmm. There's no absolute reason for it at all. No, you're going to stroke out. And I ain't trying to stroke out. exactly so going back um i don't want to say to the beginning but to when you and jason met Mm -hmm. at what point were you ready to introduce him to your children oh so this the whole thing with jason was so i don't want to say written in the stars but it was definitely written in the stars i remember (laughs) Tori, um, after Tori's funeral, I was just felt broken, not so much as broken, but lost. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I knew I needed to get myself together. So that's why I went back into my Fitbit and started working out more and doing all that stuff. And then me and my ex-husband, we wasn't seeing eye to eye. So I was like, God, I just want to trust you. And I just put all my trust in God. And that's why I was like, okay, whatever happens, happens. And I got the little ding notification on the Fitbit and me and Jason just start hitting it off. Which is mm-hmm. weird because it, it's Fitbit is not for that it's not a <laughs> device app, nothing like that. Uh-huh. So 
mind you, I'm 300 pounds. So I never thought anybody would want me, let alone, you know, I wasn't looking for anyone. Jason mm-hmm. was 400 pounds. He wasn't trying. We were just needing to get in shape and get better. So okay. we had this huge friendship for about, I want to say a, a good month before we start talking about dating. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I wanted to say it was about six weeks. And I, I knew, I, I knew it was, I knew it was special. I love it. And so for us, it was six weeks and we, I introduced him through video chat. Okay. So it wasn't in person. And being that you had the relationship that you have with your ex-husband, did you introduce him to them as well? Or how did you bring up the subject of this other person that was in your life now and that you wanted to introduce to the kids? Right. So I guess because I am so level-headed, my ex-husband trusted my, um, my feelings. Mm-hmm. And he trusted me with the decision. And then he was just agreed to everything, which okay. is weird because he, he's not the type <laughs> to just agree with everything. But even he felt like everything was genuine. I think if both parents, if everyone's on the same boat with all their emotions and everything, you can tell when something's real. Mm-hmm. We've never had that argument, even those bickerings or over any of our spouses or our significant orders that we're, that we're dating. So yeah, I, I'm thank God that I never had those issues with this baby mama drama. Yes, yes, yes. Makes life again a whole lot easier. Okay. So um, one thing that I think I've discussed with a few different guests is how, what kind of boundaries did you have set up or put in place for um, just day-to-day family life as you guys are starting to blend with each other? Was there a need for it or there was, what was your process? There, there, there was definitely need for boundaries. Um, I, I, I set boundaries in every um, way of handling with anything, um, whether it be work or personal space, um, anything. So with, with Jason, we really need to discuss discipline. I think discipline needs to be um, a clear um something that, that everyone's on the same page on. So we always try and include all the parents when we do the discipline. Usually okay. um, the son, my boy, is the one that <laughs> we are always, right now, the, the, the boy doesn't even have a bedroom door right now. So oh, wow. um, okay, okay, he's the one that we, we definitely have to set boundaries for, but, um, and limits with the discipline. But mm-hmm. everything else, when it, when the bridge, when we come to that bridge, we cross it. Okay. To make sure we're, we're addressing everything appropriately. Okay. I love that. So, uh, yeah, um, I think that's one thing I've also learned from talking to people from time to time is that boundaries is one of the things that, you know, maybe we should have talked about this ahead of time and try to put right. this in place instead of doing it after the fact, just so right. Right. there's a better but- understanding. Exactly. And, and even if it is after the fact, like we, like we said before, if we can learn from it to make it better for the next time, or if we need Mm -hmm. to improve or, or have a revision over the rules or something, as Mm -hmm. long as we're all understanding what it was that we're revising or we need to in the future. Right. 
And so being that you all relocated from where you were in Ohio to being here in Maryland now, how Mm -hmm. was that process of um, blending, you know, bringing everybody together, you, Jason, and the kids together under one roof? So that was hard. And um, um, it was, it was Oklahoma, not Ohio. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I I know we're all country. You know what? You ain't got to do me like this. (laughs) But no. um, So I have to tell you this. Coming from Oklahoma to Maryland, it mm-hmm. was a huge culture shock. Oh, yeah. I can believe that. First off, I've never seen so many Black people all together. Okay. So <laughs> that was the biggest thing. My daughter, when she was in school in Harmony, she was the only Black in some of her classes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was the biggest culture shock. Um, come to find out my kids love seafood, so they fit right in. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but, um, and then trying to get under the same roof. A lot of what I find with me and Jason's issues is a miscommunication. Okay. Okay. And and it, it has to do with background from what mm-hmm. how I was brought up to where how he was brought up. He's more family oriented than I ever was. Okay. Um, I don't have any family here. Um, mm-hmm. and the ones that I did have back home in Oklahoma were not the best, um, which you can read in my book that will be out in a few months. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> But um, that was hard. We really had to find a balance within the home. And it took, honestly, it took over a year. Over a year for us to finally find the real balance that really serves the family. And get it all together. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's not bad. It's, 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 I tell people a lot of times it's not something that typically... Um, happens overnight. And I'm not in a situation yet to where, you know, I personally have brought in, you know, have a home set up with, with a new husband for myself and my son, but I'm, um, you know, my ex-husband is remarried and mm-hmm. I don't want to say it took us a long time to get into a rhythm, but it did take us time. And, um, you know, right. things are sweet now. They've been sweet for a long time. And right. once you get into that, get that system set up and established, it just makes things, um, so much easier. For everybody involved. Oh, there's no more guessing. There's no more trying to read each other's minds and figure things out. Once everyone's on the same page, it just flows and it's mm-hmm. effortless. Mm-hmm. And so that's like the greatest feeling ever, just happiness. That's what we all strive to ha- be. So mm-hmm. why not do it? You have the power to do it. Just do it. Just do it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, what is the, I would say, um, trying to figure out the best way to work this. What do you think is the biggest focus on your, um, your blended family? What is the one thing that you all try to make sure that is present within your family? God, first off, we just now realize how strong that is (laughs) for the core of your family. Oh yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. We need to be, I don't want to say that that's our main focus, focus, but Mm -hmm. trying to be, present in everyone's life. Mm -hmm. And I say that because it's so easy to forget out, miss hours and times. The next thing you know, we don't even know where the kid is downstairs or what's been going on all weekend with school. So just to be present in each other's lives. That's why Mm -hmm. we try and at least have dinner every day at the table together, Mm -hmm. try and find that time and make sure that we do um, hug and love each other. Mm -hmm. And I say hug because how often do people literally give hugs throughout the day to their children or their spouse? 
You're that's right. So it, important. It is, it is just that physical touch of right. somebody else that you exactly. love. Exactly. <laughs> and with COVID that hit, it's I I think it's it's sad that we have to distance ourselves, the mm-hmm. six feet rule and stuff, because I mean, study shows a 20 second hug can change so many chemicals in the body. So, mm-hmm. and it will help, you know, against depression and it even builds your immune system. So just those little things, I know they might not seem big to other people's lives, but I try and make sure that we incorporate those every day. So every day, my son might hear me say, give me 20 seconds, give me 20 seconds. And that's just a hug. It's mm-hmm. just a hug. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he comes up to me and says, mom, I just don't feel good. Something's wrong. I said, you just need 20 seconds, baby. 20 seconds. <laughs> I love it. Especially like, again, with COVID and fine being stuck in a house and um, just the dynamic of your day-to-day activities have changed so much. And it's so mm-hmm. easy to get wrapped up in. He's in front of the computer all day. Right. School, and then he wants to play games in the evening. And right. Then, you know, and then you are in your working. editing world yes. and mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. doing everything else. You, yeah. You yeah. look up and 12 hours have gone by. Like, right. It's 12 o'clock at night. You yes. know. Mm-hmm. So, and how many 20 seconds did you get? Not enough. Not a lot. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I can see having to be intentional about making yeah. time. So, yeah, that's, I mean, like I said, it might be little stuff to some people, but I, I have to cherish those little moments. I think that's really big. Yeah. I think that's really big. And and you have to realize too, my background, remember for 13 years, I was just taking care of my daughter. She was total care. So every day it was just her and she had seizures like 20 times a day. I was always in the hospital with her okay. for, she was in comas for like three months at a time. Oh, and I didn't even get, I didn't even see my little ones. Oh, for sometimes months at a time. Wow. So now that's, that's why it's so, so much more important now, because I realized I, I missed such a chunk of their lives, but they mm-hmm. knew what I was doing. Right. So, they yeah. Mm-hmm. What would be the biggest lessons you think you've learned through this process? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Trust in your gut. A lot of people don't trust their gut, especially when it comes to just people in general. Mm-hmm. I trusted my gut with Jason and I was so happy that I did because he has taught me so much about love that mm-hmm. I've never known before. So through this whole process, it's definitely been trust my gut and love and being open to receiving it. Because I do deserve it. And for a long time, it, I, I felt that I didn't. So Jason has definitely showed me another side of life that I never truly even knew existed. So beautiful. I think I was talking to someone today. And as we were talking about, you know, one of the things I think everybody desires as of people as people is just is love. To be loved by somebody. To mm-hmm. feel worthy and to feel like you're getting back from right. someone what you're putting into them. Exactly. And, and I say that, and it's so crazy that you say that because me and Jason, we water each other. Like we literally water each other. Like if you can, you've seen the transformation from when we first met until now, it's literally night and day. Mm -hmm. And since I've known this man, as soon as he gets home, he, so right, we have dinner. And then he says, are you ready? And the kid's like, all right, go ahead. And he goes in the bedroom and he holds me like a baby. He literally hugs me and holds me for 30 minutes. 
to get mm. my, my balance in order. And mm-hmm. he asked me about my day and we just talked. And mm-hmm. that contact is something that I've always needed because a little something about me is I never hugged my mom. My mom never hugged me and my mother never said, I love you. And I never said, I love you to my mom. I have no clue why I didn't talk in school until after the third grade. Mm. I, 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 I remember I just could not physically talk or I could not physically hug my mom. And now I see, I, I'm still confused about that part Mm -hmm. of my life, Mm -hmm. but I can see how God put it back together. Mm-hmm. And he gave me what I didn't have when I was younger. And Jason's showing me, you know, the love and the attention that I never had. And mm-hmm. so I saw so God is all through the stories of my life and how he's given everything back that I never had before, or I thought I never would have before. So it's beautiful. Do you think that's affecting how you're raising your kids now? Absolutely. 100%. Mm-hmm. I think so. I was... I was beat by my mother until last year, Easter. Oh my gosh. And (laughs) the thing is, I would have repeated that cycle because mind you, I was in an environment where everyone, every parents beat their children. It was a normal Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. So with me being in that environment, I Mm -hmm. thought it was the norm. Mm -hmm. And so I would have continued that cycle if my oldest daughter was not born handicapped because she was born handicapped. I didn't repeat the cycle. I broke those generational curses Mm -hmm. and I was able to distinguish like, Hey, this is wrong. What you're doing now, Mm -hmm. mind you, I continued to help my mother because she was having seizures as well. So I felt bad for her. Right. But last year when she was here in my home, she disturbed Mm -hmm. all the peace and continued to do that. And she started treating my children the way she raised me. Uh And that wasn't okay. Right. And so Mm -hmm. that's when I had to remove her out mm-hmm. of my home to save mm-hmm. my children. And I right. realized, hey, the way that I thought was raising you guys was, was the wrong way. So let's redo this. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that's why it definitely has affected the way that I've raised my children now. Right. Which is why my son has no door and, you know, his butt <laughs> is good and safe. You got to do so. what you got to do. <laughs> you got to do discipline first. Um, you know, we love our kids. We want to be friends with our kids, but we got to make sure we're raising kids that can go out into this world and be productive adults. Productive adults. Exactly. And, and they need to realize you can't go out here in these streets and get hot and just think you can beat anybody up and put hands on people for no Mm -hmm. reason. I'm I'm not having that in my family anymore. Not at all. Mm -mm. No. So if you could go back to yourself, this is one of the questions I like to ask as I wrap up. If you knew then what you know now, what would you end up with? You know what? Oh, I don't know because every facet of my life have caused me out to this moment right now. And mm-hmm. I just couldn't be more proud of myself. I love that. So are, I wouldn't change on. absolutely nothing. Yeah, you're right. I am today of who I was and went through. And even though it was hard, thank God I was... Um, I, I think that God gave me a fire retardant suit back when I was little because I went through some hail, but I did not get burned and I'm not bitter. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I am so grateful because I'm able to see what hell is like and I'm able to appreciate what I have and what's coming for me. And I know mm-hmm. that I deserve everything that I'm about to establish. Everything. Mm-hmm. 
So um, also, you mentioned that you started at Foundation and mm. Tory, and you have a book coming out. Could you tell us more about that? Yes, yes. I'm so excited about um, the foundation work that me and the board members are going to be doing. Um, it's just getting started. But the HI Syndrome Foundation is um, a foundation that's going to be helping children with rare disabilities, not just the HI syndrome. Okay. So um, we're going to be helping with resources, financial support, um, emotional support, because when I had Tori, I just needed someone just to talk to. Someone mm-hmm. to tell me like, it's okay, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Or even mm-hmm. to help me get some diapers because diapers are expensive and she was an adult <laughs> diapers. So mm-hmm. um, so the foundation is definitely going to be doing that. We're going to be doing some um, galas here um you will be attending of course yes so of course we'll be having our formal dresses um looking so amazing um raising money um and helping the community what's with everything that needs to be helped and done around here i love maryland and this is my home now so um and my book my book is titled hashtag fit to be williamson because i'm definitely fit for this role as mrs williamson um <laughs> So um, it, it, it talks about my journeys as a younger child and the abuse that I suffered from my family. Okay. Um, and it talks about um, how God brought me through and um, where I am now. So I'm really excited. I'm super excited for you. And I cannot wait to get my signed <laughs> copy of the book. Yes, and ma'am. Where, yes, can, ma'am. Um, where can we find you? Where can they find you if they want to look you up to find out more about the foundation or your book? So I, um, the website is just now getting up and built. Okay. It's going to be the HI syndrome foundation.org. Um, okay. it's like I said, it's still in the works. Um, mm-hmm. when everything is up and going, I'll definitely send it over to you. Okay. So, um, you can definitely have all the links. I am right now just on just regular old Facebook, um, Tiffany Williamson, but, um, I'll definitely link my email to tiffany.hifoundation.org, um, and send it over to you. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you for having me. No problem. And this has been really great. So again, thank you so much, Tiffany Williamson, for joining us today for this episode of AM Linda Family's Podcast. It was an honor to have you on the show. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. You too. I'll see you later. Thank you. Yeah.